Welcome to the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Waldo. In this podcast, I talk about what it means to embrace our unique and creative selves, how we can do it, how I've learned that by embracing our creative selves and our own uniqueness, we can empower all of us. As part of this, I share how my path of embracing my unique and creative self has changed over the years, how it worked when I first started doing it, what it looks like today, and how I'm learning to do it more and more every day in the midst of the ups and downs of daily life and all that's going on in the world. And in this podcast, I share how by embracing and empowering my unique and creative self, my work, my art, and ultimately my life has changed for the better. And yours can too. So join me as we go on this journey of embracing and empowering our unique and creative selves together. Welcome back to the Creating from the Inside Out podcast. In today's episode, I want to have a discussion about the connection between physical symptoms in our body, our energy, our inner guidance, and our power, which really is our energy. But I wanted to throw that word in there too, because different people kind of have different awarenesses of what different words mean. But what the heck do they all have to do with each other? And why am I talking about it right now? Well, I'm talking about it right now, because I'm in the midst of this. And I'm also aware of what is going on. It's like I am experiencing the topic that I'm talking about while I'm receiving guidance about from my own self and clarity about the thing that I'm talking about. (laughs) So um, we're just going to kind of dive right into this. So what What's going on with me right now is um, I actually, I've had a a good morning. I woke up, um, I don't remember my sleep last night, but I woke up, I felt good. I mean, I felt pretty good, I think. Um, I didn't feel bad. And then I went out and fed my horses and... um, it's a really pretty day out and I was just feeling really good being out there. And then I had, um, some ideas, uh, topics come up for, well, actually a topic came up for my other podcast, Riding from the Inside Out, which is about horses and being a horse girl and the horse girl life and how that connects to our empowerment. Um, check it out if you're curious whether you're a horse girl or not, because it has to do with, uh, it has to do with the connection of horses and um, our power, but it there are a lot of 
insights that you could gain on um, other passions that you might have that might uh, empower you because that's kind of really what that podcast is about is empowering yourself as a horse girl through that passion and connection with horses. Um, anyway, so I had a idea for that podcast come up and then I came in and recorded it and then I had another one. So I recorded that also for the writing from the inside out podcast. So then, um, I wanted to get on some other stuff. I wanted to, um, I actually need to publish an, an episode I already recorded of writing from the inside out. There's some things I wanted to do um, because I just published episode 12 of this podcast, Creating from the Inside Out, uh, last night. And I want to start doing stuff to promote it, um, or at least I thought I did. And this is what I'm talking about. So... I had lunch and, and, and I was, you know, I ate cause sometimes I don't eat until late and I'm all like, okay, I'm going to eat. And then I just, I had like this headache and I'm like, Oh, why do I have a headache? Okay. I ate. Yeah. I ate. I kind of have like a little checklist of things that I have water. Am I dehydrated? Um, you know, I drank some water, um, and nothing really changed. And it could be the weather um, changing because I get like sinus pressure stuff in the morning or, you know, I've always had that because um, I have kind of like a, a long face and, and I don't know, for whatever reason, I've always had sinus pressure. But I've also had a lot of, um, in the last few years, what I've found is that I get a lot of head pressure when there is, hmm, how do I say this? It's like a new awareness is coming to me uh, that I'm kind of waking up to within myself. And, um, you know, it's this process of awakening to more clarity about myself. And I often find that that happens in the night. And um, I talked about this a lot in my old podcast, which was called Following Yourself, but I since deleted it because uh, there was a lot, of the, a lot of stuff in it that was not relevant anymore. But I know that when I have, I know that in the past, like in the morning, I would feel a lot of pressure and then I would get kind of like a hot, um, what do you call this, hot water bottle and put it on my head. And then I would just kind of be laying there in misery waiting for the pain to subside. And what started to happen is um, as I was doing that, uh, these new awarenesses would come in. Awarenesses of, of things in my life that I have struggled with and tried to understand for my whole life um, and kind of, you know, sometimes have gotten in, you know, somewhere and sometimes have gotten really nowhere. But it's like, um, it's like suddenly, you know, 
reaching a new level of a video game where you have access to powers that you didn't before. It's like that. It's like, except you wake up into the new video game and you're just laying there and then it's like doing its download and then you're suddenly becoming aware of these new awarenesses within yourself that you couldn't see before. Okay, and there are a lot of terms that people use um, if other people are experiencing this, but there's also a lot of uh, what I found to be not true for me scenarios around some of those terms and a lot of um, dogmatic thinking and, and whatever related to that. So I try not to uh, use those terms and talk about that because I feel like it just garbles what the 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 purpose of it is, which is that for me, um, it's about waking up to new awarenesses within myself. And I believe that this is happening for really everybody, um, but kind of at different degrees and at different levels of awareness of how much this is happening. Sometimes you don't know it's happening until later. Um, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I see that. Well, I this isn't my first rodeo. I've I've kind of done a lot of this stuff for a long time. I've studied a lot of stuff about consciousness and energy and all kinds of stuff for a long time. So and helped other people with stuff related to all of this. So um, I kind of have a you know an awareness of what's going on, also what's come from my own tuning into myself and 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 my awareness of how I perceive this. So what does this have to do with my headache? Well, my headache, um, it's odd for me to have a sinus related headache in the day. And what I realize is that a lot of times when I'm getting this, what seems like kind of like sinus pressure in the morning, what it is, is it is a, um, you know how I talked about the video game, like waking up to an, a new, waking up to being in a new video game or a new level. Let's say you were on level one and now you're on level two, but you didn't know you were on level two. You just wake up in level two, but you have access to these additional powers or, um, things in the level two video game that you didn't have in level one and you feel something different but it's like um it's like your your avatar or whatever the character of your game is still is identifying with the previous level and what happens with this is um what I've come to understand is it's like it's like we have new abilities within ourselves of um, empowering ourselves, new awarenesses of things within ourselves. But it's like we don't know that we're doing that. And so we can kind of be clinging to the old. And in clinging to the old, um, it's like, well, the new level is already here. And it's kind of trying to kind of turn on, but the old one's kind of trying to hold on and it's creating this conflict. It's creating this kind of energetic imbalance conflict between the old and the new. And um, 
this is like if you were imagine if you were upgrading your operating system or something I mean I think these days the way it works is when you update an operating system I don't remember if you delete the old one uh, before you install the new one but imagine if the old one was kind of like trying to hold on and say I still want to be the operating system and then the new operating system's trying to be installed you know like Windows or whatever the OS is for um, Mac or whatever you use and they're kind of like battling it out well, I've come to understand that when that kind of stuff is happening in my energy, um, that I can experience this kind of head pressure. And, um, and this is why if I just lay in bed and I allow myself to just kind of lay there, cause I kind of can't do anything else anyway, and I lay there and I do whatever I can to just accept it and try to breathe into it. And getting the hot water bottle just kind of allows me to self-care and get some self-relief, um, self-care and kind of relief related to it. Because I kind of move the hot water bottle around the various points of my head. What happens is the it's like the tension of the part of me that's fighting against the new part, um, it's almost like muscles that are tensing. Uh, they're just constricting on their own. They soften and they relax. And then that allows the new information to kind of come. And this is, this is, you know, really been going on for me. Um, it's happened all like really at key points in my life you know, years ago. Um, and then in the last three years, it's been like every day, um, to different degrees in which it's happened. And it's really an energetic thing. And what it is, is it's, it's these new awarenesses. And it's related to my empowering myself, because the awarenesses allow me to see things about myself that I couldn't see or to want things that I didn't recognize or understand that I wanted um, that really have to do with me managing my own power, my own empowerment and replenishing my power as well. So what this has to do with a headache is um, usually this happens during the really early morning or kind of like in the middle of the night or a combination of, you know, sometime between like 3 a.m. and, you know, 8 a.m. Um, and it could be multiple times between there and I may or may not fall back asleep or not. But that's not what time it is right now. It's, uh, it's 4.16 p.m. And um, I got the headache about an hour ago, maybe an hour and a half ago, um, and uh, I still have it. And what what I did is I allowed myself to just just kind of be like, okay, I'm just gonna kind of feel this. Um, now you have to understand what is what is going on, what was going on. So I had I I know I want to. Um, I'm excited about publishing 
the episode of my other podcast, Writing from the Inside Out, that I'm due to publish today. And I listened to it this morning. I was really excited about it. And that's all good. Um, But there's some other stuff that has been weighing on me um, that I've come to realize is connected to this pressure in my head. And that is social media. (laughs) Um, If you've noticed on the podcast, uh, I changed the outro, which is the message that you get at the end of the podcast. And I did this on both of my podcasts to say, hey, if you want to connect with me um, or hear more stuff related to the podcast, check out me on Facebook or on Instagram. And the reason I did that was because I genuinely want to connect with people that are listening to my podcasts and I want to hear about them because um, you're my people like you are me we like we're not the exact same people but like you know the people that are gonna listen to this and resonate with this I have things in common with and I want to connect with you and the same thing with the writing podcast so the intention has been you know, a very sincere, earnest one. But I originally thought, okay, I will, um, when I, when I added that and changed that on the, the ultras of the podcast for each podcast, you know, saying, Hey, connect with me. I was like, Oh yeah, I'll just get started putting stuff up on social media. And, um, and let me explain a little bit about my history with social media. So with my very first, I had a previous version of um, the Creating from the Inside Out podcast that ran from 2018 to 2021. And it was very, very successful. Very, very, very successful. Like I didn't even realize at the time just how rare it was to have those kinds of podcast numbers. Um, And I did some social media stuff back then. um, And not a whole lot, but I did some. And it was, it was kind of like, um, back then where I was with things was learning how to flow my energy and my message publicly. So I feel like I'm dancing all around, but this stuff is all connected. Believe me. Um, let me back up. So before starting the podcast and, uh, a period before that, um, from 2006 to 2015, early 2015, I had an interior design firm. Um, we lived in Philadelphia. I had originally lived in the, I was born in Philadelphia, I was born in Pennsylvania, then lived a few other places and then moved to the San Francisco Bay Area, which is where I spent most of my adult years. And then, um, my dad died, moved back to Pennsylvania where, um, 
the state that I was born in, but not the city that I was born in. And, um, and that's where I had my kids. And it was there that I started an interior design firm. Uh, and I didn't have a jewelry in interior design. I didn't go to school. Um, I did this like little certificate kind of program, kind of like a continuing education thing, um, through a local university. But, um, it was hardly anything. I mean, it was like, I don't know, like a few hours and it was, but it kind of like gave me the confidence to start my firm. So really I was a self-taught interior designer and it really kind of came from within me to do that. Now I'd grown up around parents that had a kitchen design and manufacturing business. And I had kind of, um, always done a lot of stuff with interiors, uh, just like innately that I didn't realize. Um, a lot of that I attribute to my mom. Um, and, and then I had done that in the houses that we had lived in and rented and, and all of that. And people would always comment like, Oh my gosh, you, you did this painting, you pick, or you picked these paintings or you did this or you did that and whatever. Um, so lo and behold, I started an interior design firm. If I started it because I felt a really strong calling to be more creative. I had had a brand and marketing consultancy, um, and I was directing design, but I really wanted to do my own hands-on design. And so that's, that's where the, you know, the interior design came in. And I didn't realize that at the time, but it was after, after, um, I knew I wasn't going to do it forever. I knew I was not going to be a lifetime interior designer. Um, I could just feel it. I knew it was like a step on my journey and I, I loved it. Um, I loved what I was doing. I loved creating spaces, but what I learned kind of after I kind of like came to the awareness after after I felt called to move on to something else, which actually was to move back into technology and start up a new internet tech startup because we had moved back to California. But even even before that, I had started working on it. Um, I had gotten the clarity that in being an interior designer, I had been teaching myself something. I had been learning how to flow my own energy and in turn flow creativity creativity for my clients as an interior designer now back then I was not able to do the kind of stuff that I can do now like with my painting um I where I was at in in my own uh energy expression was, you know, not believing in it really. And then really needing the structure of, um, clients who had requirements and wanted certain things, um, in terms of their function or their aesthetic preferences. And kind of like, I needed that almost like like safety wings so that I could allow my own creativity to come out. And and this could be its own episode, so I'm not going to go too much into this. But basically over the, you know, years of having that firm, what I was doing was learning 
how to flow my own energy to listen to it and to um, start, you know, trusting it. Because I didn't have formal training as an interior designer. What I, what I had done was like tune into what felt right. And then that always just seemed to serve me. It seemed to kind of serve me. And the only time I had challenges is when I kind of like let my, my head, my like, or mental beliefs of what I should be doing get in the way. And that would kind of like then restrict me. But when I wasn't doing that, or or as I kind of went along, I started to trust my own knowing more. And what that was, is it was my own energy by following what was feeling good to me and kind of like letting that guide me. And, and what was really an interesting, um, actually the phrase, uh, to me and through me kind of really, mm, uh, resonated with me during that phase of my life because it was like I was letting energy at the time I, I kind of thought it was just like this muse energy that came from I don't know like some you know some other thing and then it just kind of flowed through me like a vessel and then kind of came out and I was just able to kind of learn how to flow it and express it um and what ended up happening is I would create these spaces that I kind of felt like I was almost like along for the ride. It was like, even though I was the one doing it, it was this really weird thing where then at the end, I'd be like, sit in the spaces and be like, my clients would be like, oh my God, I love it. You know, we had this party and we had the people over and the people love it and we love it. And this is amazing. And I would walk in and I'd be like, and almost feel like I was looking at somebody else's work. And I wasn't, it was my work, but it felt like it was almost like, um, like I was a, an actor or an actress, not pretending to be an interior designer, but it's, it's like I was, I was just like the, uh, like a puppet, like I was being guided by something outside of myself. And, and that is what was creating this flow. Now, I didn't, really understand it at the time that was like the best way that I understood it and so I'd go in these spaces and I'd be like oh how is it I don't get to live in this space because I well I created it and I really like it but it's my client space so you know you know we'd have a little launch celebration or completion you know reveal thing and I'd just be like oh my gosh this feels so great um But I didn't really understand what was going on until it was a number of years later, where what I kind of got from my own awareness was that I was learning to flow my own creative energy. At the time, because I had some hangups about having my own creative energy, um, or having creative power, or having power, because... um, like many of us, there are a lot of counterintuitive messages in this world about having power that we don't even realize that we buy into and we're part of. And so I had like some kind of blocks and conflicts around that. And so it was like, it was almost like I couldn't own that this was my 
own creative energy because I couldn't own that within myself. And so it felt like it came almost like from somewhere and then down through me um, and then became this design. And um, as I kind of got more clarity on what had really happened, I started to realize I was, I had learned during that whole period, um, you know, how to flow my energy more, how to let it flow, how to embrace it and acknowledge it and work with it and start to trust it and stop trying to kind of block it and hinder it. Now I still, you know, was blocking and hindering it at certain levels because, you know, you have to walk before you can run kind of a thing. But I was flowing it a lot, enough to have a full-time interior design firm with lots of clients and big projects and feeling really good about the work that I was doing. And so now, like, fast forward. Um, I had worked on, I started up that other tech startup. Um, I was working on that and, and I was using unaware of what I was doing. Um, I was using some of my own uh, uh, other skills and experiences to, to flow ideas for that as well. Um, and then I, I, my son had issues. He was in first grade and he was being bullied and he had some learning differences and the school that he was in was not going to work. And, um, I really felt like, we needed to do a massive intervention. And I intervened by um, basically over Christmas break, we saw like a really big emotional change from him not being in school over the break. Um, And so I made a decision to homeschool him, um, like literally overnight with no plan, basically, like, said to my husband, like, we can't send him back to that school. Like, I think, I think it was like after Christmas break, he went back for like two days and I could see it and I could see it was like not good for him to be back. And I was like, this is not something for us to plan for next year. It's like my life needs to go. Anything else I need to do is going on hold or or whatever. And I'm pulling him from this school. And we did. That's what we did. Um, and so I found myself homeschooling And uh, it was really hard for me because I wanted, that had not been my plan. Um, And what ended up happening is there's a whole lot of stuff related to that. That was an amazing experience that taught me so much about consciousness and and what um, energy is and what learning, quote unquote, differences are, learning disabilities, quote unquote, are and and, and all of that and flowing and allowing and then and all of that I learned so much taught myself so much through experiences that I had with my son and my other son but eventually um, in 2018 I got this like really big call like an inner call right around my birthday to say um, you know you need to start actively doing something more for yourself 
And it was this idea, the idea of starting a podcast kept coming up, podcast, podcast. I mean, I don't even think I'd ever listened to a podcast ever. <laughs> and they had been out at that point, <laughs> but it was like, start a podcast. I'm like, uh, okay. And I thought I was going to like, I was like, can I maybe start a podcast on dyslexia? Cause my son had been, uh, quote unquote diagnosed with dyslexia, um, and that's what I had a lot of expertise in and a lot of knowledge in um, through throwing myself into the whole field and learning a lot of stuff about that world um, and different kind of learning and, and all of that, which believe me, actually relates to power and consciousness and energy and creativity and flow and all the things I'm talking about it's all connected but I'm not going to go on that tangent but what ended up happening is I didn't want to start a podcast about dyslexia because I had come to realize that what was being labeled that um, there was a lot more going on than what the world was looking at and I really didn't want to take on the job of being an educator around that. That wasn't my thing. My thing was to help my kids and support my kids. And, and that was the objective. And that, and I did that. Um, so I started to become aware that I wanted to, um, you know, talk about something else. And I ended up, um, Oh gosh, am I going to go here? I guess I am going to go here. Okay. So let me think about this a minute. All right. I ended up, there's a lot more to this story and I don't know though. I want to get into all of it, but uh, we had had a lot of health stuff going on in my family um, with my kids in particular, with my mom who had died, with my dad who died, um, a lot of stuff that has to do with health and autoimmune stuff and neurological stuff. And, you know, I knew a lot um, prior to that, uh, you know, probably starting in 2008. Well, I knew a lot about energy and the connection between energy and physical health starting in 2002, 2001. But then I reached a whole new level of awareness about that um, related to my kids' health. And um, my son was born in 2008 and there was a lot of stuff that came up. So um, really early on. So I learned a lot about, uh, you know, the connection between the, 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 your neurological system and your gut, um, a lot about energy on a physical level. There's just kind of a whole lot of stuff that I learned. And um, as part of that journey, one of the things that happened is that my son, we, we had worked really hard to find um, doctors that got what I was getting um, because I was really told that my son would never actually speak or be able to go to a normal school, um, which I think is so, is so ironic. Um, oh God, the journey that was, oh, cause I really, you know, 
when someone tells you that you think it's true, right? But imagine the irony of um, a lot of a lot of exploration and clarity and empowering of myself to listen to myself later. And um, my kid actually at age seven or eight was actually tested as being very gifted, um, like kind of off the charts um, with his major strength being in verbal giftedness, like kind of like really high numbers on the ranking scale kind of a deal. And I don't really like to pay attention to those, but I'm just telling you the, the irony that um, I had been told by multiple people that he would never speak. He'd never be able to be able to go to a normal preschool. And then, you know, that was at age two and three quarters. Um, and then by age seven or eight, uh, I'm being told by an incredibly well-respected um, expert uh, that you know, and he tested, so we had proof of data that, uh, if you're that type of person that, um, you know, he's off the charts on verbal giftedness, right? The kid couldn't speak for a long time. Um, but yet this is what happened and it's so crazy, but what, what happened is my family members had other health things going on too, um, a number of other things. And we have this doctor and the doctor, um, by this point we had moved from Philadelphia back to the San Francisco Bay area. My mom had died and that was its own big experience. And, um, we had this doctor and I was going through a, a, a big transition. Um, I had, started homeschooling my son. I had been, you know, left my startup. Um, you know, I still kind of was dealing with like the fact that my mom had died. Um, I was trying to find my place moving back into the San Francisco Bay area. Now I'm homeschooling my kids, which I wasn't planning to do. Like I was pretty lost. And, um, and we had a lot of health stuff that was coming up that I, know a lot about now, but I didn't know as much about at that moment, like what that was, why that was part of my path and how I have come to learn a lot about understanding energy and wellness. And, and a lot of the stuff that I talk about now was informed by all of these experiences. And, um, what ended up happening is we had, uh, this really wonderful doctor and he, he, um, sadly died suddenly. And he was a, um, he listened to someone called Abraham Hicks, if you know who Abraham Hicks is. And, um, I had known about Abraham Hicks, but never really thought anything, I don't know, thought anything of it. But at that time in my life, um, I really was, kind of wanting to tune more actively into myself. And I started listening to Abraham Hicks and it tied in a lot with a lot of stuff that I had studied and known before and resonated with before because I had studied shamanism and energy medicine. And oh my gosh, I was, was, um, 
did this like special kind of hypnotherapy that is more like um much more inward it's not like you know make the chicken quacking sound it's it's very different um there's a couple of versions that are a little bit more similar to this but that's something I did back in the early 2000s with clients um and I had done a lot of kind of stuff from that world the world of energy um holistic health uh holistic healing uh energy consciousness metaphysical new age kind of stuff and um so when this doctor was listening to Abraham Hicks and I was kind of at a point of a corner I was like oh I listened and I was like okay this this stuff you know resonates with me um the stuff that I was hearing um especially the stuff about feeling good because um I hadn't been feeling good I had been, you know, going through my mom being sick and then my mom dying and then moving back to a place, but a different part of the place. And, you know, my husband working a lot now and commuting two hours each way and just the list goes on and on. And then my kid not being able to stay in school when I thought finally he's old enough and they're old enough and I can get back to my career. No, I'm homeschooling him. And it was not easy going through the path. I'm, I'm not... Um, I didn't want to be a homeschool mom. I was doing it because I felt like it was what was best for my kids. And so there was just a lot going on. And what ended up happening is I ended up um, creating, you know, I was feeling this call, like do a podcast. And I didn't want to do a podcast about dyslexia. And I had always done uh, like this practice that I had morphed over many years um, of, it was kind of my own version of mm, kind of like a meditation. It was a, um, it was a a practice that I now call connecting inward, but I didn't have that name back then. And, and it's, it's also since evolved um, from that time to when I launched because I started teaching it to people and then it's evolved since then. So it's kind of been an evolution through my own use. And, um, and so I had this kind of practice and I decided to start, I felt called to create a podcast and to kind of talk about me and my experiences in my life and me tuning into my own you know, inner knowing, inner guidance through this method that I use. Um, But I wasn't really going to talk about it because it was, to me, I was kind of private about that um, at that point. And so the I, the, the name of the podcast was, um, it was called Creating from the Inside Out. This was the first one, Creating from the Inside Out, but it was called Creating from the Inside Out, Practicing the Teachings of Abraham Hicks. Because at that point, the stuff that I had heard that uh, Esther Hicks, who tunes into her own inner guidance, which she calls Abraham, and she, you know, calls it a non-physical consciousness, which we can you know, talk about that separately, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. Um, She tunes into that and that's where the information comes from. There was a lot of 
there was so much of what she talked about that resonated with what I had gotten from my own inner guidance, my own inner knowing, my own tuning in using this method that I now call connecting inward, but I didn't have that word back then. So I started and I really got this call from within me to create this, you know, connecting or to create this uh, podcast. And um, for me, it was just like, kind of in a way in the beginning, I I knew I was called to do it. I was really passionate about it, but I wasn't like super, um, I didn't really know where I was going with it. I was just kind of really feeling internally guided and then just knew I had to do it. So I created this podcast and I launched it and, um, I started to get a lot of listeners right away. And um, a lot of people that had just stumbled upon Abraham Hicks and they kind of resonated with it. But what I got from a lot of people is they didn't really know what to do with it. And I talked about what to do with it because I was talking about experiences living my life, practicing some of the things that um, Abraham Hicks had talked about, the ones that the things that really resonated with me, which at the time, a lot of what I had read or heard that she had shared at that time resonated with me. But it was always through the filter of my own kind of inner guidance and this practice of my own. And what ended up happening is, um, and I can talk about that, you know, whole experience because um, the 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 end result is that um, there was a point in 2020 where I had some experiences that really conflicted with the core some of the core messages, not all of them, but enough um, core messages that I really felt compelled to, uh, to appreciate my time, Um, you know, the support and and the alignment, the resonance that I had with the material shared by Abraham Hicks, you know, for the phase of my life that I was in, but there was a time where it wasn't, um, it wasn't lining up with the new kind of experiences I was having, the new knowing I was having. And and there were some direct, um, things that weren't in, uh, alignment or in correlation. Um, there were some diet, but diabolically, I don't know, uh, complete opposition, almost like polar opposites. Um, and that has to do with actually this idea that you, you know, should be focusing on like things that feel good, um, and avoid anything that's negative or that feels bad. Now I'm, I could talk a lot about this and that's not what this podcast is, this episode is about, um, because that makes it sound different than in what I think the teachings that Abraham shared were. Um, but there is there are certain premises and pillars that were not in alignment with me. And um, just like, you know, sometimes when you go to a school and then you graduate and you move on to other things in this next phase, that was kind of the way it worked for me. The reason I'm talking about this is that 
what I came to understand, um, you know, cause that was a really successful podcast. Um, I had listeners from all over the world and I connected with a lot of them, um, directly through a Facebook group that I had and through, uh, my social media channel channels and on email and all of that. Um, and what, what I ended up feeling called to do was the, the disconnect was so strong that I, of, of the material, um, like a lot of what I talked about or what I had talked about in the podcast was still relevant, but there were mentions of things that were related to the teachings of Abraham Hicks that I did not practice or, or resonate with. Um, and so I felt called to delete the entire podcast and that's what I did. And that was really, really hard to do, um, for many reasons. Um, but what I came to understand about that podcast was kind of like what I came to understand about my time doing interior design. It was just a, it was like a, it was a phase. It was a, a season of learning to flow energy. But like I mentioned with the interior design, in the interior design time, it's like I needed the structure of my clients to kind of, kind of hold on to. It was almost like I needed like the little, the little, um, what do you call them? Like almost like little, uh, training wheels or like little guard, little guards, um, to hold on to. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't feel like I could just create something from within myself without any other requirements. I didn't know how to flow my energy that way. I didn't know how to allow myself that kind of freedom. Um, at that point when I had my interior design firm, I loved the freedom that I did have and I loved the spaces and my clients loved the spaces. Um, but I didn't create the way I create now. The way I create now is that I, I have a room full of paintings that I create with no kind of like limitation, with no requirement, with nothing. And I would have not been able to do that back then. I would not. And so the interior design firm was like this whole, you know, long multi-year process of learning how to flow my energy. And the first creating from the Inside Out podcast, um, while it was about connecting with people and it was about, um, you know, sharing my experiences and, and learning about podcasting and getting comfortable speaking um, out loud to people because I had never done anything like that. It was really scary at first. Um, you know, I... I started to learn how to just, you know, kind of flow. And I, I don't think I ever, I think maybe like the first episode or two, I might've had some notes that I used, but very quickly, um, with the whole podcast, I never had like a script. I never read a script. Um, I would just flow. And I think that, you know, I was able to do that because of the interior design creativity expression that I had learned to do through having my firm. Um, and, and then I built on that. And then the podcast, I was able to flow out 
you know, this creative expression of storytelling. It was a lot of storytelling, a lot of what I do now. Um, but I didn't know that I could do that back then. I just started doing it. And um, I would share, you know, experiences of my life of how I was, you know, experiencing different things, kind of like what I do now, but I do it differently now than I did it then. And it was this phase really of learning to flow that, of learning to do that. And what ended up happening is um, I took a break after stopping that podcast. And then I started another podcast called Following Yourself, which um, I did not do any other promotion or anything of it. Like no, I had no social media accounts. Um, I had a few listeners that came from the other podcast that had known about me starting the new podcast and they came, you know, forward to the new podcast and they would communicate with me occasionally, you know, on email and stuff like that. But I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't do anything on YouTube. I didn't do anything. And to be honest, I kind of like, um, I like broke every rule of what I had done with my first podcast. And what I learned like was in that podcast, it was called Following Yourself. Um, and I forget, there was originally a, a subtitle. I can't even remember what it was. And then I changed it a couple of times because it ran for three seasons um, from 2021 to, I finally deleted it this year in 2023. Um, and, and so the last subtitle was, I think, learning to, learning to follow your, your inner guidance. I think it was following yourself, learning to follow your inner guidance. Um, but really it was about learning to follow yourself, practicing the art of following yourself, meaning practicing the art of flowing your own energy practicing the art of listening to yourself and in this case it was like there were no training wheels there was no nobody else that I was kind of holding on to or talking about or having any restrictions other than me myself and I so like with the interior design firm I had you know my clients and um you know, they would be like, well, I want a space and I wanted to do this. And I did modern and contemporary design. So that was like, that was the aesthetic that I was doing. And it was always very warm and inviting. So those are the kinds of clients that would come to me. Um, but then within that, it was like, you know, well, what, what version of that do you want? And what kind of requirements do you want? And I would kind of like structure things around that. And that kind of gave me enough security to let myself kind of like learn how to express my creativity with almost like these little like safety wings of my clients' requirements, if you understand what I'm talking about. With the Creating from the Inside Out podcast, um, because it had initially been focused really on talking about practicing the teachings of Abraham Hicks, it was like, that was the guideline. Like, talk about my experiences of what I was getting and what I was getting from my own inner guidance, but tie it into 
you know, things that I had heard Abraham talk about, um, Esther Hicks talk about when, when she would communicate the messages she calls, um, Abraham and, and talk about them. And lots of other people had been having lots of questions about how to apply what she had been saying and they would hear me and they would resonate with it and they'd be like, oh my gosh. And I don't know, it was just seen as like a very more, um, day-to-day way of understanding some of those principles that, um, that Esther Hicks was talking about. And, um, and so, then came the following yourself podcast, which to me was like nothing. It was just me, myself and I, because the whole podcast was about following yourself, not following anybody else, not tuning into anybody else, not believing anybody else's perspective or views or whatever or anything. It was all about listening to yourself. And so it was me talking about me listening to myself, tuning into all the aspects of myself. Okay, so now here we are, fast forward. And um, I have, you know, I felt like the following yourself podcast, it was time, it was time for that chapter to close. And I felt a calling to create this podcast creating from the inside out again under that name because I always love that name um there's a lot of reasons you know uh for why that I think I've talked about in some of the other episodes um but with this other subtitle because it's not about Abraham Hicks at all anymore I mean that's that ship sailed even halfway through having the first creating from the inside out podcast it was like less and less even talking about anything related to Abraham Hicks um but the this podcast is is about creating from the inside out embracing and empowering your unique your unique and creative self or our unique and creative selves because i'm doing this too um i'm doing this and i'm sharing it because i want you to hear that um you know this is to me, this is an ongoing journey for all of us that we're that we're doing. You know, we're coming to these new awarenesses and we're allowing ourselves to become aware of energy and power within ourselves. Um, this is kind of like the awakening process or the awareness process that I talk about, like I talked about at the beginning of this episode where you're like, you've got like a new operating system installed or a new video game installed. It's like there's these new awarenesses that you may not have seen. And then you, they come to your awareness. And if you can allow them, then that flows and it creates this flow of energy within you that is flowing and not containing the restrictions that you otherwise had. And this has to do with our physical health. Because another way that our restrictions, we can kind of like damp down our own energy um, is, you know, well, another way that our... (laughs) 
our bodies, like our souls, like our true minds, um, like our hearts, are trying to communicate with us what we really are and to flow our energy and our power. That is what happens naturally. Um, but there's a lot of garbled stuff that kind of gets in the way um, called the world and other beliefs and stuff. And what happens is um, we get, it's like, but our body is trying to communicate with us with a physical symptom that something is not lining up. And that means something is asking to like be released and to be let go of, to let this energy flow more freely. That is flowing our power. That is empowering ourselves. That is also what allows us to flow our creativity and allow our creativity to be stronger and more unique and more amazingly um, impactful to both ourselves and to others than it is when we're in a more constricted state um, with our energy. So what this has to do with social media and my headache <laughs> is that coming back to the world of, um, you know, with creating for this, this current podcast, I'm like, all right, well, I've, I've done this whole thing of following myself and I'm, it's kind of almost like, um, it was almost like a version of like going up to the mountains and kind of not talking to anybody for a while. I mean, he did talk to people and I was living, you know, out there and I was sharing stuff on my podcast and, and, and all of that. But there's some way in which parts of me were kind of hidden away and I wanted it that way. I was going through like, um, a growth change. I was going through, a kind of needing to just go off on my own and and just allow myself to to kind of catch up with myself and figure things out and then it felt like there was this time of okay come back now and join the world well joining the world to me felt like you know well if I'm going to join the world and have this new version of creating from the inside out I, I want to talk to people that are listening to this. And I also want to talk to people, you know, through social media, because social media, if it wasn't for social media, well, that's not true. Um, the podcast reached people all over the world because uh, I had lots of people listening in every like oh, so many countries. I can't even, I can't even believe it. I don't, I guess they all the people that were listening, they spoke, they spoke English as well as other languages so that they could, you know, understand what I was saying. Cause I don't, I'm not fluent in any other languages, but I want to be able to connect with other people. And so coming back, I wanted to be able to do social media, but I, it's like, I have these outdated kind of views of social media that came from when I last did social media. And when I last did social media, you know, I was in a different place than where I am now. My energy was different. My flow was different. What I allow is different. 
but I, it's like, because I haven't done social media, it's like I kind of went back and I was trying to pick off where, pick up where I had left off when I stopped doing social media with the first version of creating from the inside out. And so that meant that I was going to like start, um, I'd never been as good with social media as I had been with a podcast about just letting myself flow. It, it always felt like the nature of social media was one that felt like, it felt like trying to get the popular kids at school to like you. And I never like did well doing that as a kid. It's like, I, I kind of like sat between not the really picked on kids, but I was never like the most popular kid. And I was kind of in the middle, but I never wanted, I never was like the kind of kid that would like go the extra mile to try to get everybody to like me. I wasn't, I couldn't do that. And social media kind of always felt a little bit like that to me with the whole like likes and people were like, get more followers. And they would kind of talk about people like they were, you know, numbers instead of people. And that didn't sit well with me. And, and, and so that garbage, that stuff all came with me from the old podcast from when I had, you know, had social media activity to now. And it kept causing me now because I was like, well, I want to connect with people, but I don't know how to do it and not feel bad. So what's been happening and this relates to my headache, and it all ties together. What has been happening is I have been having this, like, push-pull in me, this push-pull, the push, uh, you know, the push is get social media going. You, you, you added this outro, and you told people that you're going to be on social media, and you're doing nothing on social media. I, like, put, I think, like a post um, on each account for this podcast and my other one. And then I've kind of done nothing <laughs> and I've been like spinning, like trying to follow my own feelings, but then figuring out what is my own feeling? How can I do this in a way that feels right and doesn't feel like I'm doing something you know, out of like the shoulds or the expectations or whatever, but what is authentic and what is true. Um, and so I've kind of been spinning. And the thing is, the thing is, the headache that I have been having today is related literally to um, this kind of push-pull between me. This part of me that was kind of like saying, well, just get going on social media. Get stuff out there. You want, what about the people that are listening and then they, they go to connect with you and you don't have anything there. Is that telling them that they, you know, that you aren't really on social media, which I'm not, but it, you know, like I like to be a very honest person and I'm telling people to go somewhere and then I'm not there. Like, well, what does that mean? And so I'm trying to find my own way of flowing this energy in a truthful way and in a way that feels right for me. Because what I've come to understand is that how we feel and what we're feeling is really the 
a true indication of where we're at with our flow, where we're at with embracing our power. And this ties into our physical health um, very much and our physical symptoms. And so it's like this, this whole thing. And, and, and this is what I mean by, you know, the connection between physical symptoms and our energy and our inner guidance. Cause you know, my inner guidance is like calling me to create, you know, to have started this new podcast. That's like, you know, these messages within me and my inner guidance is also like, you know, I know, I know I want to connect with people. Um, my physical symptoms are communicating things from my body that I'm experiencing where there's not flow. And um, my energy is also communicating things. And so what I'm doing and what the headache is about is being able to not try to get rid of the headache, um, not try to ignore it because the headache is, it's, a message. It's a gift about my energy, about my power, about myself. And it's trying to tell me something. And what it's telling me is that there's some way that I am with this, you know, way of thinking I have to do social media or the old way that I had to do it. And then some of that residue is coming forward. It's like, that's not lining up with what my feelings are now. And there's like a, it's almost like a little bit of a battle. Um, and that's, what's creating the headache. That's what's creating the disalignment. That's what's creating the you know, disharmony, which over time, these kinds of things can lead to dis-ease, disease, which if you look at the definition of the words, it's dis and ease, not ease. That's what dis-ease is. That's what diseases. We think, oh, oh, there's this disease and it's this and that and this and that and this. Well, yeah, where it came from was an energetic imbalance that started. And this is what I'm talking about and how this ties into my headache. My headache, it's communicating with me. My headache is like two parts of my awareness that I'm trying to bring to my awareness to get into harmony, to get into alignment. And what is the answer? What is it calling me to do? It's calling me to do what it's always calling me to do, which is to follow what, to, to become aware of what I'm experiencing and to not run from it. Um, and so that may not feel positive or good all the time, um, you know, and it's not being like, I'm just going to focus on uh, just only positive thoughts because that it doesn't, when that happens, it doesn't sound very positive. It doesn't feel very positive, but in the sitting with it, in the allowing it, in allowing myself to become aware of it and not fighting it, what can happen is I can become aware of what it is that is the change that I'm asking myself to embrace that does allow the flow. And that's like what I was talking about um, happens to me a lot in the morning where, 
you know, I'm laying there and I've got a hot pad on my head and I'm having this pressure because there's like the old energetic version of me and then new information kind of come in and they're kind of having a little bit of a head to head until I kind of relax in and I start opening myself up opening myself up to new information and new guidance and new clarity and new ways and that means having to let go of other things and so in my case this really has to do with me becoming aware that without even my awareness I was thinking of engaging in social media in a way that I had done in kind of like 2019 Um, which doesn't match where I'm at in 2023 energetically and it doesn't correspond and it's kind of like it's like trying to put a new um, it's like trying to run your new software but then you're trying to install like a really old program onto it like they don't correlate and that's kind of what I was doing and that's what's creating the physical symptom. So what's the solution? My solution is, um, well, first of all, talking about it is really helpful. Um, like I've been doing on the show, uh, and in this episode, because I'm becoming more aware of how this is all working and what it's meant. Um, and then allowing myself to just take the pressure off of feeling like, I have to get all the social media stuff figured out because that's really what's creating the headache. The headache is I need to do this and I need to make this happen and I need to do this this old way because I don't know how to do it any other way. But there are parts of me that do know how to do it another way. I'm just not letting them come out to the table and speak to me because I've had this old way that I'm going into in default. And that is creating the conflict. That is creating the misalignment. That is creating the headache. So if you're still with me, what does this mean? It means I'm going to sign off on this episode. And what am I going to do? I am going to go sit down in front of uh, the fireplace and our Christmas tree And I'm going to make myself a nice cup of tea and I am going to sit and maybe write in my journal and I'm not going to figure this out. I'm not going to like get to the bottom of it. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to enjoy myself and I'm going to allow myself to sit there and look at the tree and look outside, although it's getting dark and look at the fireplace and enjoy my tea And maybe I'll have a cat come on my lap and I'm going to sit there and I'm going to allow this to soak in. I'm going to allow this awareness of what I've been talking about to just be in my existence, in my energy. And in doing that, I am not fighting myself. And in doing that, I am opening myself up to allowing new awarenesses to come. I'm opening myself up to allow my own clarity and guidance to come. And that is what creates energy flow. And that is what helped me get rid of my, you know, um, stop my back pain from 
that I talked about in the previous episodes. Um, and that is also what can allow this headache to, um, to just dissipate. So, uh, I will, if I remember, I will let you know in the next episode about how that goes and what happens and we'll see, did it work and, um, how did it work? And I'll keep you posted. Um, but that's my plan. That's my ticket for today, for now. So that's what I wanted to talk about. (laughs) A very long version of um, part of my story that ties in, you know, this connection between physical symptoms, our energy, our inner guidance and our power, um, and a whole lot more. So I will leave it at that until the next episode. I'm so glad you tuned into today's episode of the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. If you're enjoying this show, hit the subscribe button, share this episode with others, and leave me a rating and review in iTunes. To connect with me, visit me on Facebook and Instagram at the Creating from the Inside Out podcast, where I share related content and support on how we can empower our unique and creative selves from the inside out. To learn more about me and my other offerings, you can visit my website at michellewaldo.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-A-L-D-O.com.